Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, July 17th, and this is your FT News Briefing. U.S. banks feel the squeeze on their lending margins as interest rate cuts loom. Ursula von der Leyen narrowly gets the backing to become the next European Commission president, and United Airlines sees a more positive outlook for 2019 than it initially predicted. But first, the FT's Washington correspondent, Kieran Stacy tells us how big tech defended some of its practices on Capitol Hill yesterday and why Congress isn't warming up to Facebook's cryptocurrency ideas just yet. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Executives from some of the biggest names in tech faced members of the U.S. Congress on Tuesday. Facebook went before the Senate Banking Committee to defend its cryptocurrency, Libra. And Facebook, Google, Apple, and Amazon faced members of the House of Representatives. The FT's Kieran Stacey breaks down what happened on Tuesday, starting with the co-creator of Facebook's cryptocurrency, David Marcus. David Marcus really got hauled over the coals, I would say, during his hearing. It started off with Sherrod Brown, who is the ranking member on the Democrat side, literally started by saying, you can't trust Facebook. Facebook is dangerous. dangerous. Now, Facebook might not intend to be dangerous, but surely they don't respect the power of the technologies they are playing with, like a toddler who has gotten his hands on a book of matches. Facebook has burned down the house over and over and called every arson a learning experience. He has some really, really tough words, and he wasn't the only one. Lots and lots of senators on the Senate Banking Committee said, the thing is with this cryptocurrency project, you're asking us to trust you. You're asking us to trust you in terms of monetary policy, in terms of anti-money laundering practices, in terms of making sure that people don't use this cryptocurrency to finance terrorism activities. There's a lot of trust you're asking us to take on here, and yet you have abused that trust in multiple ways in the past, not least with how you've used your customers' data. So I think you got a real feeling on Tuesday morning about just quite how much hostility Facebook has engendered for itself here on the Hill. And the problem is that, as the company itself has said, before it will launch its cryptocurrency, it wants to make sure it gets sign-off from absolutely everybody involved, both on the regulatory and the political side. So I think we've got a sense of how difficult that's going to be if it does want to stick to its launch date of 2020. What happened later in the day with Google, Apple, Facebook, and Amazon? The antitrust hearing in the afternoon was more cerebral and slightly calmer, I would say, than the Facebook hearing in the morning. This was a chance for members of Congress to ask all four of these big companies questions about their competitive or anti-competitive business practices. So, for example, Google, are they favoring their own products in their search engine? Or Amazon, does it take action to make sure that third-party sellers don't get as good a deal selling on Amazon as when Amazon makes its own products? So there were various things that committee members were able to probe. I wouldn't say there were particular fireworks. Each company was able to defend its business practices to a certain extent. But all of this, I think, is being gathered as fodder for potential evidence for a legislative move in the future. So what these companies are really worried about is the prospect that after 2020, the Democrats could get in and could decide to rewrite the American antitrust rules to make it possible for antitrust regulators to really go after these companies in a big way. At the moment, that's 
quite difficult to do. But if there is a rewriting of the legislation, then the Googles and the Amazons and the Facebooks and the Apples of this world will have something big to worry about. And here are the rest of today's headlines. Some of the biggest U.S. banks have reported earnings this week, and the results for the latest quarter show that investor fears about growth are starting to be realized. Investors have become more concerned that America's decade of economic expansion is coming to an end, and that big lending banks will be the first to feel the pain. And the Federal Reserve could cut interest rates at its upcoming meeting this month, with possibly even more rate cuts in the future. For banks, lower interest rates usually hit lending margins, and ultimately, bottom line results. J.P. Morgan released mixed results with those rate cuts in mind. The bank cut its 2019 outlook for lending profits by half a billion dollars. Net interest margins at J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo all fell in this most recent quarter. Ursula von der Leyen will become the first woman to assume the role of European Commission president. On Tuesday, she narrowly secured the parliamentary backing needed for her appointment. Ms. von der Leyen won 383 votes to get her the top job in Brussels. That's only nine votes more than needed to secure the majority. It's also the lowest number of votes a European Commission president has ever received, at least since Parliament was given the power to reject nominees in 2008. She'll take on the new role as anti-EU sentiment spreads across parts of the region. And her narrow victory might make for new challenges when the commission tries to pass legislation. Ms. von der Leyen will begin her five-year term in November. And United Airlines is shrugging off the impact of the grounded 737 MAX jet. On Tuesday, the Chicago-based carrier tweaked its profit outlook higher for the full year. United is now expecting earnings per share in the range of $10.50 to $12. That's up slightly from its earlier forecasts of $10 to $12. Boeing's 737 MAX jet has been grounded since March, after two deadly crashes killed hundreds of people. But United flies fewer 737s than Southwest and American Airlines, making it less exposed to the costs associated with the grounding. Last week, United extended max cancellations until early November. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, Netflix is set to report second quarter earnings. And in France, finance ministers and central bankers of the G7 countries will meet. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 